Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk briefly about the past two weeks of Raw. We're going to talk a little bit about the CWC, but mostly we are going to talk about Pro Wrestling Gorilla's Battle of Los Angeles. But before I get to that, I would like to welcome in the Phoenix to my Pentagon Jr., Marianne. How's it going? I wasn't expecting you to do that one. You thought I was going to do Tommy End and Chris Hero? I feel like we may have already done that one. No, we haven't. Next week, then. Let's be real here. I'm Tommy End. Yeah, I was going to do that. Okay, cool. 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 That's all that matters. So we realize who the tattooed one is. That's me. <laughs> Fair. I'll just be the best wrestler in the are world. You, are you going to throw me up in the air and I'm going to stand on your shoulders and you're going to fucking like flip me? Dude, we'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get to okay, it. Okay, you guys. So how have you been? I mean, we basically saw each other for the past like three days. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, like over the weekend, three days. Yeah, I just finally got back onto a normal sleeping pattern. I'm still not there. Because before I was like going to bed at fucking like two o'clock in the morning, getting up at like w- waking up, not like having an alarm go off, like legit just waking up at like eight. Yeah. You know, and having all that fucking shit go down and have to drive. And I finally got like, I finally was able to remember how to get from the hotel to the venue without having to ask. Yeah. But then, but then it took me like a weird way the last time and whatever. But yeah, it was such a fun weekend. And we John met all sorts of my new friends and we people. Will, we, will get, we will get to it. Yes, we will. In great length. Everyone. Oh, man. But before we do that, obviously we didn't record last week. Uh, one huge thing coming out of last week's Monday Night Raw was we have a brand new WWE Universal Champion. And that man is Kevin Owens. And with help from Triple H, the fallout of that happened. We did not. Well, I watched some of Raw today and I just said, let's skip Raw and SmackDown. But I had some extra time. So I just watched a little bit of Raw and the opening segment with Foley, Stephanie, and then Kevin Owens and then a face Seth Rollins (laughs) coming out was straight fire. This this new Seth Rollins is going to be fantastic. Face Seth Rollins? Yes. What the fuck? It's going to be great. I can already tell. Like, I am 100% on I board. I can't even fathom it. It's almost like you watch something and you go, huh, it should have been like this the entire time. So, so you feel like he should have been a face the entire time because that was where he was at for a good portion Except that, I mean, when you when you betray the shield, you have to kind of go like yeah. balls deep into the heel mode. Yeah, it should have been Ambrose that turned on them. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would. I would have been better. That, that wouldn't have not changed my opinion of him whatsoever. No. It would have been better if you had gone that way or had both yeah, of them turn on did, Seth. That did would you, have been cool. <laughs> did you see the um, Stone Cold podcast with Dean Ambrose? I did not know. He talked about why everyone was saying how it should have been him. Oh, really? And he was like, yeah, everybody was expecting it to be me. But then it was better that it was Seth because nobody expected it. And it was good that it happened at the time that it did because also nobody was expecting it. No. That kind of thing is really interesting. Everybody is beating on him for being bad at interviewing, but (laughs) he's not bad at interviewing. They just don't know. Like that he doesn't like answering such personal questions. So don't ask such personal yeah. questions, Steve Austin. Wow. So <laughs> I'm trying to think. I watched the last two weeks of the Cruiserweight Classic. 
all the matches were very good. I mean, well, at this point in it, they have to be. Yeah. Uh, Grand Metalik is, he is insane. He's amazing. The Kota Ibushi, Brian Kendrick match did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Very story driven. Daniel Bryan and Brian Kendrick cried I saw in the that. ring at the end. Mm-hmm. It was a great match. It was very, very good. I'm just, uh, and next week is, it's all live. Live on a Wednesday. Annie's going to be there. She's going to be at the Cruiserweight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That is awesome. We'll talk about Annie a little later <laughs> when we get, I mean, we're basically going to be in it in a second here. I'm trying to think if there's any other news. Uh, apparently Paige quit last week. That's pretty interesting. She actually quit or she just hired someone? Those are the rumors. She quit and then is Girl. now hiring someone. So we'll Girl. see. I mean, this is what happens when you like fall in love and you make stupid decisions and you will regret them for like way later in life. She will regret this. I'm well, telling you. Let's, ta- let's talk about that. So, no. I'm just oh my God. <laughs> John. Let's talk about that. This is a t- completely different Pingle. podcast now. John Pingle. It's about to get real serious. Are there. you shooting at me right now? <laughs> no. So, Just because I love Chuck Taylor. Well, um, I mean. That's already, everybody so, knows that. He knows that. He ev- actually knows it. Everyone knows this. This, this I, I told him he called me a creep. This I know is true. <laughs> oh, he called you a creep. Yeah, That's, he did. Well, but mean, in but in a, in a nice way. Ah. And as, as nice a way as he's capable of doing. Okay. So this uh, weekend, this past weekend... Marianne and I went to Pro Wrestling Gorillas Battle of Los Angeles, a three-day extravaganza of craziness. And yeah, I, I mean, I have all the matches down. I mean, we can we can go over, I guess, my experience because it was it, my first time. Yeah, I would I would prefer that you did that mostly because you probably remembered things better than I did. I was just more like fangirlishly excited that and I'm also not Confirmed. Meltzer, so I don't take notes. But then again, Meltzer doesn't even write real shit down. So, someone t- <laughs> someone took a picture of Meltzer's notes and it I no one could decipher them. <laughs> it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, "Well, maybe he's just writing it, it almost looked like he's writing extreme shorthand." To the point where he knows what he wrote down. And it almost looked like he was just writing down like letters. But they didn't even look like letters. It was so strange. Like hats off to you Meltz. I don't know what's going on in your brain. But it seems to be working. You got to witness a Meltzer driver in the presence of Meltzer. I did. Yes you did. And it was great. And he was very happy about it. What are some of your favorite moments? Or do you just want to start with like going over the whole thing? So... And and the only questions we have from Facebook this week were PWG like oriented. I may ask obviously because I'm, you had said that that's yeah. all we were really going to talk about. Cause I, I may I, answer them in talking about my experience. It's going to take me a couple more days before I can even watch wrestling again because that was <clears> so much wrestling for one weekend. You uh, guys don't even. Know. I have to. I'm so far behind now. And plus, I heard uh, King of Trios was fucking amazing, which I am very. It's Hats off me. to fucking Cedric Alexander for being at King of Trios yes. and Bola at the same time. Yeah, good for you. It was that. <laughs> Fuck it was yes, amazing. dude. Go out with a bang. So I got to Reseda at I want to say three fifty, and I waited in line the first night by myself, and I was very. I wasn't worried. I was just like, I know I can't get out of line because I don't know anyone. So I went to a convenience store. I went to not the one down the street. 
not I, CVS. I went to a different one that was like 10 minutes away because I was on the way there. Mm-hmm. And I got like two protein bars and that was it. I was like, this is my food for the night until I figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And I got in line and I just kind of sat there for a little while. I watched the Mets game on my phone. The usual. The usual. Yeah. I had my, my charger with me just because I knew I'd be watching the Mets game. So I need the charger. And good on you, Mets, for having a game at the same time John's <laughs> waiting in line. <laughs> yeah, it was very convenient, especially when I wasn't talking to anyone. And I think, I, you know, I started talking to some people like a little bit. I'm not very, I guess I'm not very, this is a serious podcast. We're talking about falling <laughs> in love with people and, and my nervousness around new people. I I, I don't know. I, I I felt more comfortable as time went on. But then when you showed up with, with Carly and Max, and Max, Max is great. Yeah. Thought, well, Carly's great too. So anyway, yeah, uh, they were both great. You saw me, you came over, you talked to me for a little bit. And and they had never been to a PWG show either. Yeah. So I was stuck with like, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm surrounded by people who don't know where they are right now. I need everybody to meet TJ. Yes. So and TJ met, yeah. met TJ, who is uh, a fantastic human being. If he's randomly, for some reason, listening to this. Very nice. Very welcoming. I guess, you know, I won't go over everyone I met, but uh, Annie was also fantastic. Did I you s- meet David? Yes. I think David mm-hmm. follows me on Twitter Strider now. Snake? Yes, he mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was super chill. It was, it was a very, That's what happens. everyone's so cool. Cause everyone has the same taste and stuff, you know, and yeah. there's always, and if there's one person people don't like, everybody fucking hates that person. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, um. it was, um, <laughs> it, it was just very, I felt very welcomed. I guess that's just an, oh, we'll just say overall, it was just very, very cool. Finally met Richard. Hi, Richard, who regularly listens and apparently doesn't watch like raw or smackdown but gets all of his news from us what the fuck i mean that's fine i i I, richard you're a good brother you're a very good brother (laughs) and uh yeah he helped me out also the tallest human being i've ever met in my life yeah richard you were extremely tall and i (laughs) i knew you were but then when i i met up with him on saturday i was like in my head, I was like, holy shit, he is, he actually is very tall. <laughs> um, there you go. There's a little. Easy little... to spot in a crowd for sure. There's not yeah. very, very many extremely tall Asians with bleach blonde hair. <laughs> no. So. Everybody who doesn't know who Richard is pictures that and just their head blows up. Like, <laughs> So on, on night one, they came out and they told us that they'd let us in at what, seven? That's bull. And the entire crowd was like, ooh. And I was like, is that good? They're going to let it. And everyone was like, they're not actually going to let us in. They mm-hmm. didn't let us in until like 8, 15, I think. Mm-hmm. You were already in there because you had front row the yeah. first night. I, yeah. You guys, I had front row. I can't believe it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we get, I get in there and I get my ticket. And I'm paranoid as usual. Like, I know I bought these tickets. I've looked at them 15 times. And as I say my name and he's looking through the list, he it, it it's like he almost can't find it. And I started panicking. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to go get original Tommy's and just cry into the chili. <laughs> and then he found my name, gave me my ticket. And I turned and I'm I'm in I'm I'm at PWG. <laughs> it's just very. It was weird because it it felt so familiar because I have watched PWG for like since the beginning of PWG. So it's and it's small venue, huh? I actually thought it was bigger. 
like when you, you yeah. it was what you no, no, when no, you like, were there you thought it was bigger or you thought it was bigger from watching it I thought it was bigger when I was there it seemed, really? it seemed bigger than it did on TV huh yeah interesting so or on TV on DVD whatever the ticket price though after you you go you understand why it's so expensive though right no kind of <laughs> Really? No, I do. Because there's no such thing as a bad seat there. No, no, no. There's not. So I kind of just take a minute and then I go, oh, I should probably go find a seat. And I think I came over. I think I, I don't know how I found you, but I found like maybe we were still trying to get seats, but I came over by you and I sat in a seat and then someone was like, hey, man, I'm saving that seat. I was like, it's cool. And I moved over again. I moved. It was very, it wasn't like, hey, that I, that's someone's seat. It was just like. It wasn't, you know, sometimes people get very angry if you sit in a seat, you know, I don't yeah. know. But it was just, it was very cool. So I ended up sitting, I think I sat right behind you. You you sat like behind me to my right. Annie came and sat next to me and that was great. She was a great first show buddy. Yeah. And John got to witness me in the front row. Mm-hmm. John yeah. was in the second row. Yeah. That was the, that was the seat difference was John was in the second, he was like right <laughs> behind me in the second row. We were on the beer line side. So that's that's where we where, always said is the beer yeah, line side. If you see, well, you'll, you, if you watch PWG and you see where the, the bar is, we're over there and I sat down, kind of got settled. And then I said to myself, well, I'm going to go meet Jushin Thunder Liger. <laughs> and I got up and there's like he's just standing there he has like two people with him and i and before i go up to them i go hey i want to buy a shirt and can i take a picture they're like yeah if you buy anything from him he's taking pictures with anyone i was like cool so i bought the shirt i shook his hand took the picture of me just like grinning like an idiot Uh and then i started to make my way back over but the beer line was like huge yeah that's what happens and i didn't i I was like, I need to get past here. And I'm standing by the ring post. And this is my favorite, uh, one of my favorite interactions I had with a wrestler. Is this the Dalton Castle one? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I'm I'm like, all right, well, I'm stuck here. I guess I might as well just see whose shirts these are. And I peek around the pole to see whose shirts they are. And out from the top and middle rope slowly comes Dalton Castle's head. And he looks at me and he goes, are you trying to get my attention? <laughs> And I, I looked at him, and in my head, I was like, oh, it's Dalton Castle. And I said, well, I am now. So I came, he came around, like, he, he like, laid on the on the mat, and he's in like. In a very Dalton castle Yes, way. and he's like, hi, I'm Dalton Castle. And instead of, like, he did, like, one of these, like, he did, I, 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 I he, like, slid, like, I went to go shake his hand, and he slid. He was in character yes, completely. He slid his arm, his hand up my arm and, like, grabbed my arm like this. So it was, like, one of these kind of. Yeah. And I was just talking to him, and he was great. And he was telling me about the shirt that has him riding an orca whale through space and how it was an actual real-life thing that happened. (laughs) And it was just so great, and I was just very happy about that. And then it was showtime, basically. So we started Bola off with Pentagon Jr. versus Marty Scroll, which was a, a pretty good match. I I don't th- I think there was only one match that I didn't think was like very good, but it was still good, and that was the Seidel Mundo match. I don't know why I just I forgot about it, so that might help you. It wasn't it wasn't clicking for me. Squirrel ends up winning, 
much I mean, to much to Crystal's upset. Well, Crystal likes both of them. Also, we I met Crystal. Crystal, if you're listening, it was fantastic meeting you and fantastic talking. Crystal to you. is our friend that cosplayed famously the only Pentagon Junior cosplayer that's a girl. Yeah, and everyone, and, if, and if we say also, that, then you know who that is. Also, cosplays Pentagon better than most guys do. Yeah, probably. <laughs> So yeah, she's she's amazing, and she's um she made a, a Pentagon Junior dress out of a yes, shirt that she had gotten extra so large, cool. and it's really cool looking. She bedazzled it, and yeah. made it look fucking awesome. It and looked so cool. Ricochet versus Jeff Cobb, and uh, Ricochet came out on top, much to the dislike of Annie and me. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of first round matches, and I said this. I feel like after night two, that felt like they should have been second round matches. I feel what like do you mean? I feel like the some of these matchups should have been they should have mixed up the first rounders a little bit more. So, like for example, Jeff Cobb should have at least won a, one match, in uh-huh. my opinion. Uh huh. And the same thing with Matthew Riddle, which we will get to. Yeah. So it's just a little bit. I was like, yeah, that was a good match, but I would have liked it if if it was like it hadn't. I mean, not that the first round matches don't have meaning. I wish it had had little more meaning mm-hmm. down the yeah. line. Yeah, but with only three days, there's only so much you could Very true. Do. Uh, we mentioned the Seidel Mundo match. I'm just going to call him Johnny Mundo. I know he's John Hennigan, but... No. I'm just going to call him Johnny Mundo. Did you hear me shout, your pockets aren't even real? I did not, no. <laughs> well, I shouted that. We had, <laughs> in the first... I think this was the first... Well, actually, Jeff Cobb is so impressive. I mean, we've known this for a little while because he wrestles up here a lot. He is just... I I don't understand how he is a human being. Yeah. Uh, I think that about Chris here all the time sometimes. He's so strong. It's just insane. So uh, this, this next match was Will Ospreay versus Phoenix. And I would have to say this to me... And I think you can see me in the preview just lose my my fucking mind. There is a thing, and somebody recorded it, and you, we'll put the previews up in the show notes. So I think the only reason they put this in the official previews because some asshole recorded it and put it up on the internet. Yeah. It was a, a single Spanish fly from the top rope, but instead of uh, they both landed on their feet. Yeah. And it was the most crazy thing I've ever seen. Like, the entire crowd lost their mind. Yeah. I I think you can officially see me lose my mind like on DVD. Yeah. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. This match was was fucking good too. And then we had Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tommy End and those two kicked the living shit out of each other and Tommy End landed in my lap, you guys. I fallen in Marion's lap. John slows down the sentence and just looks at me knowing he they were, God, fuck, I love Tommy and he's so fucking cool and he's so nice. Very nice, he's man. He's such a nice guy. They're both really nice. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., I don't even know what he did, but Tommy and ended up flinging Tommy and right into my lap. So I have this big, sweaty Dutch man in my lap and I went, whoa, what the fuck is going on? And Zack Sabre Jr. comes over and goes, soy love, and then drags him away. And I was like, no, it's okay, Zack. That was fucking awesome. I can't even remember what I said because I was so excited about it. But John was like, well, so after that, they were still on the floor, but you were still sitting down. And I'm like, can you please get up? Because I feel like if they threw somebody over here once, they're going to do it again. So maybe you should move. But they ended up just going back. I was room. like on cloud nine and I tweeted Tommy and sat on me, you guys. 
and then he remembered who I was. He yeah. remembers who I am because I sent him bunny pictures all the time. <laughs> More on He's Tommy end later. He ended up losing. I was so pissed off. I was very sad. I was fucking pissed. But I guess it makes sense. You can't have the champ go out in the first round. But piss me off. Then we had Chris Hero taking on Jushin Thunder Liger in a match that was just. It was a pretty good match. And I honestly don't remember a lot of what happened just because I was like, I'm watching Chris Hero wrestle Jushin Thunder Liger. This is insane. <laughs> I know that Chris Hero took the win, which is which is fine. Because, and then went like mad heel. Well, we'll we he's will, always heel though, and it yeah. We will get to that. Yeah. So the main event of the first night was Adam Cole and the Young Bucks taking on Dalton Castle and the boys. And (laughs) And I had earlier during the day, and this is kind of, it's kind of, it was kind because I saw Bobby Fish. I saw him. And I said, that's Bobby Fish. What is Bobby Fish doing here? What is Bobby Fish doing in the impact zone? Um, (laughs) It was, so that kind of tipped me off a little bit. Did you remember that he was there, though? I forgot. That's why I didn't... Well, as soon as I realized that Kyle O'Reilly wasn't wrestling tonight, I was like, it's probably Red Dragon. And then Red Dragon was indeed the boys and did... Uh, I would say Kyle O'Reilly did the best like impression of a boy ever. Out of any boy yes, ever. he was boy number two, I believe, is what he kept... Uh, Referring to himself as. It was... It was so funny when you guys see the. Um, I don't know if that's in the DVD preview. I can't. Remember. I don't think it is. I took a very good picture of it. Um, got retweeted very many, 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 many times. It's yeah. he took that character to the moon and back. It was great. And he dedicated himself yes. completely, and it was fucking amazing. It was so funny. It was great because like they did the characters for a while, and then. At a, at a they lost point, their mask like, and then right, lost the character. It. Yeah, but it was he. He stuck to it, and it was like I have a whole new appreciation for Kyle O'Reilly now that you don't like. Yeah. Oh my god! To know that you you can something that's that ridiculous and you could stick to it. Yeah. I was like, go you! It was it was impressive. It was just very 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 funny match. So amazing um, amazing. Mount Rushmore ends up coming out on top or Bullet Club, or whatever you want to call them. I don't know. They have 15 names. So that was the main event of night one. Night two was... I'm trying to think of who I met. Oh, actually, at the end of night one, I went up to Tommy N to try and buy a shirt from him, and he ran out of my size. And he said, I'm sorry, and shook my hand. He said, thanks for coming out. And I said, I'll be here tomorrow. I'll find you tomorrow. You can have more merch. And he said, yeah, Sammy Callahan's supposed to bring my merch. And I looked at him like, Sammy Callahan's supposed to bring your merch. And he was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) What did he say? He was like, he's as reliable as ice in the sun. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Something super Dutch. like (laughs) Night two, I went up to him and bought a shirt and told him. In retrospect, it might have... I think I also said, like, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but three years ago I saw you wrestle and I didn't know who the fuck you were. And now you're like, you're fucking, you were fucking amazing and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. I'm just, and just super nice. Like, thanks. He's just trying so to do super... something different. Blah, blah, blah. Took a picture with him. fucking amazing. And <laughs> more on, more on Tommy End in a little bit. <laughs> We've said that like four times. Tommy End is just. Uh... Trying to think of who else I talked to. On that, oh, I talked to Matt. I was like, I'm going to meet Matt Riddle. On that Riddle. night? I talked to Matt Riddle and just said, I loved you in Scenic City Invitational. 
uh, which Marianne has a copy of now. Yes, I do. She will have to watch. Yes, I will. We'll get a review from her. So much, so much wrestling to watch. So much wrestling to watch, you guys. Oh my god. So I told him I loved him at SCI. I'm like, you're fucking great. And thanks, bro. And you super broy, and it was great. And I took Brola. a picture with him. Brola, Brola. <laughs> and then I sat down. This is the year of the Brola. Yes. And this night two started off with, it was, oh which was supposed God. to be Dalton Castle taking on Jack Gallagher. But because I was Excalibur, real I was very bummed as well. Excalibur informed us. That Jack Gallagher had some flight problems and wouldn't be able to make it, but they had found a suitable replacement, and that and you you said to me you were like, if they start playing Psycho Killer, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> and sure enough, they played Psycho Killer, and um, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa came on out and, and fought Dalton Castle, and it was amazing. I still have not gotten my full singing voice back yet. If that, I have been I hear, screaming yeah. and yelling so much that whole weekend that I can speak and I can still scream and yell, but I can't sing worth shit now because my voice is gone from how exciting that weekend was. But Tommaso Ciampa came out. Everybody lost their fucking mind. Yeah. I lost my fucking mind. It was very cool. Oh, Hit a very, very good match with Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle ended up getting the W, but... but I, the match, I think night two was the strongest. It night. was for sure. And it definitely was. I mean, I know I say that with night three and there. <laughs> night three, I think we saw 12 matches, which is insane if you yeah. think about it. Um, it all blurs together to me, kind of. Yeah. But night two was hands down probably one of the best shows I've ever been to live. Uh-huh. And had it was amazing. The semi main event and the main event were both fucking crazy as shit Mm -hmm. but before we get to that kyle o'reilly and matt riddle had a they grapple they were grapple fucking and it was amazing (laughs) it was so good and it was it was amazing did you see him before he came out behind the curtain who matt riddle no i did not so everybody was so excited knowing that he was coming up next and everybody was going bro 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 before he even came out and tj could see behind the curtain before he came out i i'm always sitting in a spot to where i could see who's going to come out before they do yeah tj was like yeah i was looking at matt real before he came out and he came out and he was already just so excited to be there just to be there you know yeah and the look on his face was like oh my god hearing all those people just (laughs) chanting his name he just couldn't believe it like oh my god all these people are super excited to see me and so when he came out with that big doofy stone smile on his face it was for real legit yeah doofy like he has such a wonderful smile and he's just so happy and like he is um, he is amazing. He's only been wrestling for I think two years, and he is so. He's so oh my good. god! He's such a like happy go lucky, and he was and TJ was like the look on his face was just one of a kind. Yeah, like just to see him go. Oh my god! All these people are like chanting for me, and everybody was like, "Bro, la, bro, la, bro." The best chant of all time, basically. Yes. But and that was just incredible to see him. It just is that's we'll we'll get to it. But to see wrestlers that we've seen other places, yeah. And that a lot of people might not know who they are necessarily or they don't realize how big they are and stuff like that to come out. And that's just to get a welcome that I don't think they realized they were getting was just like it's amazing to share that with them to share like their first experience kind of thing being there. So it was really cool to be there when Matt Riddle like debuted. It was it was awesome. Very cool. Unfortunately, it and as soon as the finish happened, this actually happened in SCI. It was almost the exact same finish. And as soon as Kyle O'Reilly 
rolled over into the pin in the bro mission i actually and you might be able to hear me scream it on the audio i screamed oh god damn it because i knew (laughs) what was happening um and kyle o'reilly ended up winning very good match i am not the biggest kyle o'reilly fan boy number two did do something for you though boy number two was great It made me appreciate him a lot more. That's that's what I'd meet. Same here. Same and here. I would I would have to say this match very very good. Uh, and I have it on good authority that this is the match Matthew Riddle wanted. So he wanted to fight Kyle O'Reilly. That's good. That's so good. that is good he, that they gave him his match, even though it was you know he lost, but that's fine. Now this next match, dare I say. I would put it in the top five of my weekend. Is it what I think it is? It's Mark Andrews versus Pete Dunn. <laughs> I just had like a freak out moment. I was going to say that's easily within my top top three matches of that weekend. It was. Oh. And we'll we'll get to Pete Dunn when we start talking about night three, because I feel like we need to talk about Pete Dunn for a little while as I somehow there, there, weirdly I feel like get emotional I feel like there's it. a, yeah, oh my, just really so, get super emotional about Pete Dunne. So <sighs> these two guys are really good friends. And Is that the title of this episode? We need to talk about Pete Dunne. <laughs> maybe. We'll, we'll see. I, it might just be Bola because it might be a little or easier. Or just Brola. Or Brola. <laughs> Brola, comma, we need to talk about, about Pete Dunne. Dunne. Yeah. Perfect. So... This match was, it was, it was, I don't even have words for how, how good it was. It would like the other matches I can say, this was good. This was good. This entire match was just very solid. And if they've wrestled each other many times, their first yeah. wrestling match was together. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like, I, I watched this match and I was like, fuck, uh, man, this is fucking amazing. When they're in and in the trailer for night two, hopefully by the time we by the time I edit this night three preview will be out so you can just have them all. There's a moment in the preview where Mark Andrews comes off the top rope. Is it the one that retweeted? And I said, I think I had a wrestling orgasm (laughs) when this happened. And he turns turns around to meet Pete Dunn's fucking elbow in his face. And the angle they they showed does not do it justice because I saw the elbow full on. And it was fucking dirty. I leaped out of my chair. It is. Somebody said that I think that's the most vicious forearm I've ever seen anyone do from anyone ever. I will confirm that. It's And Pete Dunn retweeted it, I think. And everyone's like, I've seen so many forums, but yeah. that is the best one I've ever seen. And somebody said, what did they call it? They called it the... Um, <laughs> the shut the fuck uppercut or something like that. It was Oh, like, that's perfect. That's what it, was, it should be called. It was it was fucking amazing. He should start and honestly, I can't remember if he does it. He should you know how Cesaro does the um he he the or the pop up um mm-hmm. up, the uppercut? He needs to do the, the pop up forearm. Just pop him up and hit him on the way down. Because he does it so well. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking really at cool. it right now on my Twitter and just grinning like a fucking idiot. It's so vicious. So a, a fantastic match. Like very, very good. Um, Mark Andrews ends up winning and advancing. I, I was like streaking. I didn't really care who won. I don't. Th- and you know what? I, I didn't either because they both did so fucking amazing in this match so it it wasn't even it wasn't even about that because i mean mark andrews is he's more known than pete dunn yeah and i guess the way i look at tournaments which is probably why i'm not 
booking anywhere mm-hmm. is I want I want I know who some of these people are. They're established already. Mm-hmm. I want to at least have like maybe one or two guys go on a little further that are more established, but I want to build these other dudes up. But I understand. It makes I was, sense. I was looking for some tweets in particular. I think there, there was definitely one from Eddie Kingston where somebody was like, if you have not seen Pete Dunn wrestle before people of PWG, get the fuck ready. Basically, Eddie is what Kingston. people. Yeah, well, Eddie Kingston and there was a couple other people were saying things that were around that where it was I like, if Eddie you're, they're, they're like, be prepared for some amazing bullshit because Mark Andrews and Pete Dunn are gonna deliver, yeah. and I don't think you guys are ready for it. And they fucking did. They did. And I made sure to tell Pete Dunn on the last night. I was like, honestly, I was like, I was so happy to see you wrestle live. Yeah. And to get that kind of reaction because he came out, and a lot of people, I don't think they knew who he was. Right. And you were sitting near me and I stood up and I was screaming my head off because I wanted to give him the support that he deserved, yeah. you know, right? And then all of a sudden people started going, bruiser, wait. And then he got this look on his face like, holy shit, people are like <laughs> chanting my name, that kind of thing. Yeah. And in my heart was just like, like crying. Well, we'll get to my conversation I had with Pete Dunn. Oh my God. He's so amazing. He did so good. I was really, I was legit pissed off that he did not get a please come back like everyone else did. Everyone else did. He um, did not. Are you sure? I yes. feel like. Because I would have, I would have fucking been off my rocker screaming that did he not he did not get one all right okay i'm mm, all i right. am 100 110 percent certain he did not get one and i was very upset about it because he was very good that match was amazing i could talk about it forever but we don't have time for that so the next Fuck. match was trevor lee taking on uh kamatachi i finally figured out how to say it and it wasn't that hard is it because there's two vowels yes. next to each other and it freaks me out it freaks yeah. my brain out so it's just kamatachi mm-hmm uh, this match from the get, these guys are just beating the piss out of each other. They're also, just did you notice that Kama Itachi and, uh, and Carly had the same color hair? <laughs> Their yeah. hair is the exact same color. Yes. <laughs> Trevor Lee is just doing his tribute to Broken Matt Hardy and the Hardy Boys. It's just so funny. And I just, I'm like, this is great. I'm totally fine with it. Trevor Lee ends up winning. We had Mark Haskins. Mark Haskins got the please come back chant. Yeah. That's maybe who I was thinking of. Yeah. So Mark Haskins taking on Cedric Alexander. This was another very, very good match. And I was frankly shocked that Mark Haskins won. I turned to you right when he won. And I went and I just gave you like finger guns and I went, John. And I, you were like so happy. I could not believe it. I was frankly shocked. But this was another fantastic match. Like every match to talk about is fantastic. And this next match... It was pretty special, and I got a little like this was the like it was Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. Brant, his wife came out and mm-hmm. did the whole announcing thing. Yeah, and you could just tell like it the was the star that left them all in the dust. Yes, you could. Just, and I went burn. If you just looked and the uh, the grandson of a plumber. Yeah, and you could just tell like he was he was very emotional that he was there like. It was just it was just very cool. Yeah. Like Cody Rhodes, he quit essentially most of these guys dream jobs and to come and have made a list. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he he had specially made tights. He had the bowl of boots, which was like ridiculous. And it was just it was very cool. And I was needless to say this match was was pretty good. Yeah. And I was once again shocked when Cody Rhodes won. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, they did the whole little thing where um, Sammy Callahan put on the the space cat mask. I knew he was going to. 
And then Cody Rhodes went under the ring and got his um, dashing Cody Rhodes mask. And that was great. I just, I really, just really enjoyed that match. It was just great to see Cody Rhodes live. There was just like, everyone was feeling the same emotion of, oh my God, like he was, it was, it was almost like, I don't even know how to describe it. He was so happy to be there. Like, but it was so happy that it was taken over by like emotional instead. So it wasn't like a a doofy Matt Riddle kind of Matt Riddle kind of happy. It was like a, like a serious kind of like, I'm really, I'm so grateful Yes, kind of thing. Like it it was just, it was incredible to watch. And it was, it was a once in a one of a kind thing. Was he selling merch? Um, no. Huh. All right. I don't think he, I don't think he was. So Cody Rhodes, he spent, he spent a majority of his time when he was not dressed to wrestle in a suit. Yeah. He, he bless came, you, Cody Rhodes. He came to night one in a full suit and was, was, I guess, was William Regal in a suit? Cause William Regal was there. William Regal, I think was in some sort of a suit, uh, during night one, when I was about to get go into the American Legion Hall, William Regal walks right past me, and I go, oh, shit, it's William Regal. And then coming up behind him, like, giggling and being like, hee, 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 is Brian Kendrick. <laughs> and Brian Kendrick opens this door, and William Regal goes in, and Brian Kendrick goes in with him. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is so ridiculous. Did you see the picture that Mikey Nolan posted? I did. There was a picture of... And we he had told us about it mm-hmm. um he snapped a picture of i think it was after marty's first match of william regal giving him like pointers mm-hmm. and giving him advice so that picture's up i'll post a link to the picture um Take very a, cool nailing some great photos yeah very Mikey very Nolan good there so the next match was a i and i don't think this match was announced uh, it was Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. who came out in matching, like, they had matching masks. And it was and like the, a combination of both of their masks. And then they were wearing each other's shirts. Yes. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. And that, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to f- face Tommy End and Chris Hero? Holy shit. So this match was fucking great. But before we get to the match, yeah. we have to talk about a little incident that happened before the match. Oh. Oh. So there yes. was a a man behind me who had apparently been who has re- done this on other yes, occasions. Apparently was ripped into quite nicely by Chris Hero at the last show. Um, apparently did not learn his lesson. And I need I need to emphasize that they are not friends. This is not a joke between them. He's just an asshole, <laughs> and Chris Hero does not like him. So I I'm sitting there, and this guy is sitting behind me, and he says something. And Chris Hero slowly turns around and looks at this guy. But he says, you're fat, Chris, is what he said. Yeah, he turns around and looks at this guy. And it's almost as if Chris Hero is looking at me. But as soon as he turned around, everybody sold that dude out. They were like, it was Oh, him. no, I immediately, everyone turned around and I straight up just went, boom, and I pointed. I think I was the only person that straight up just pointed right at who it was and just threw him under the bus immediately. And Fuck he, that guy. I think he kept saying stuff. And then Tommy N turned around slowly. And as soon as Tommy End turned around slowly, and this is after I had had two conversations with him. Tommy End? Yes. Uh-huh. The look on his face, I uh, as soon as I saw the look on his face, I stood up and just turned like I was going to go get beer and just started nudging I was like, you need to, you need to get up. You to need, who, me? No, the guy next to me. I'm like, you need to get, you, things are, 
things are going to happen. Please get up and move. I'm so scared of this man I had a conversation with. He was very nice to me. <laughs> and they came out and they got in this dude's face. They didn't say they anything. Kept, they kept like Tommy N took the microphone and they didn't even know what to say to him. No, they didn't even say anything. They just threw the mic down and went. And Tommy N went over there and he was like, I wasn't talking to you. I, I was talking to you. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm like, dude, Tommy N's going to headbutt you in the face and you're never going to wake up. <laughs> so I guess they said it's uh, Tom or Chris, Chris Hero said, said it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. And then they went back in the ring. Oh, they could have fucking killed him. Yeah. But, uh, one yeah, of that them, picture went viral. Yeah. He's, I'm he's in a the fucking back of that idiot. Picture. He's a fucking idiot. This, this guy basically, he ruined the entire, cause he just kept saying horrible things yeah. the entire match. He ruined the whole match for me. I, so John will talk about this match because I spent the whole time being pissed off. This match was fucking amazing. Uh, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. If, if you're having a tag team tournament, you should have them in your tag team tournament because holy shit, they are a fucking amazing tag team. They did this crazy thing. The one, where, I said what I'm thinking of. Where yeah, where Phoenix got onto Pentagon's shoulders in the ring. He didn't climb onto them. He jumped onto he his jumped shoulders. Onto them, and Pentagon turned around, and then Phoenix did a moonsault. Off his shoulders to the outside onto Tommy and Chris He springboarded Hero. off the second rope or something like that onto onto Pentagon's shoulders and then did a moonsault off of Pentagon's shoulders yes. into the crowd. It was fucking insane. There's um, there's um the there's there's gifts of it definitely on Twitter. Yeah, and it is in the it's preview. It's in the preview. Mm -hmm. uh, just these four guys just kicked the shit out of each other. It was fucking great. It was it was so good. Penta I wish Phoenix I wasn't so mad. Up, Penta Phoenix ended up winning. Uh, just fantastic, fantastic match. And then we had the main event, which um, got a five-star match or a five-star match Good. chant at the end of it. And they looked at Meltzer and Meltzer and was Meltzer like... Meltzer sh shook his head yes. There's a whole big write-up that Meltzer did about this. Really? I'll see if I can find it. He also put over Matt Riddle like real hard. How great was it seeing Meltzer in person in his dad pants? I'd see... <laughs> It was great, but I Meltzer wears dad pants and dad belt. <laughs> I had seen him a couple of times before, and it's just like, eh, there's Meltzer. That's pretty cool. And the the main event was Will Ospreay and Ricochet and Matt Seidel versus Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. And this match was it was one, it was it was like one of the best. It probably one of the best matches I've ever seen ever. Yeah, it's probably one of the best matches I've ever seen live. I I'm in doing ratings. I may revisit it and give it a five. But I I went one tick lower because I don't want to be like I'm. All these matches are five stars. And yeah, I just have yeah. A million five star matches. Um, but I didn't see anything wrong with it, so I might just go upstairs and give it the old fiver. I'm not sure. This match is great. The Young Bucks live. Uh, if you have not seen the Young Bucks live and they randomly come to a town near you, you need to go and see them live because don't give them your money though because they don't need it. <laughs> That's horrible. Why would you say that? Because they stole all the money from fucking Pentagon and Phoenix. That was great. We'll get to that. <laughs> so they're just so funny. Like, I think at one point, someone, one of them took a Hurricane Rana. And he said, here, help me. And he said, no, hold on. Hold on. I can't. I just got Hurricane Rana. Yeah. It's just, just their little, like, things they would say to each Watch other. Watch me be athletic. Watch me be athletic. <laughs> There's just so fucking good. Like, it's like a, it's like a team of two dudes that are like they just they just shout like continuously like snarky Chuck Taylor things. Yes, Chuck Taylor was the original person doing stuff like that. So I mean, I they were so so good. The the 
Were they wearing their pants? That was just the material was just pictures of them. No, I think that was that night was just pictures of Meltzer. I think that's the funniest thing ever. And they were like, "Hey, Dave, check out my sweet gear." (laughs) It was just the. It was so fun. It was just great. (laughs) They're just blowing kisses to him. It's so ridiculous. But there was a a shooting star press Meltzer driver which was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. And then um, there was a triple um, shooting star press to end the yeah. end the match, and Osprey, Ricochet, and Seidel ended up getting the pinfall. It was just bouncy, flippy little boys everywhere. It was nuts. Flippy little boys. So night three, oh boy, here we go. We started off with Trevor Lee versus Dalton Castle. Actually, you know what? Before, let's rewind. I was sitting by my seat, and I had a goal. I was like, I'm going to get a Marty Scroll shirt, but he didn't come out. So I was like, fuck, where is he? That's weird. And I'm sitting um, a little dead center. I'm a little dead center on the same side. And I I see Zack Sabre Jr. I see Mark Haskins, and I see somebody else. I, I want to say it was Mark Andrews, but I don't think it was. But in between... Haskins and this other person. It had to be Mark Andrews if you're talking about Pete Dunn. Yeah, I, yeah, it might have been. In between those two people was Pete Dunn uh, sitting in the ring, cross leg, just kind of looking around. Nobody's talking to him. And I looked at him for a little bit and I said, I'm going to talk to that dude, uh, which is kind of a big deal for me because I. I I don't know. I don't John, do that. John's not very assertive. Like, but neither am I. Crystal was like, "Oh, you should go talk to Phoenix and Pentagon. They're really nice." And I like, in my head, completely freaked out, and I don't know why. I, I don't know what do I say. Hey, they you, call everyone Capron. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are good. I, uh, I don't know, but I would like. I, I went over. I went over to Pete Dunn, and he looked at me, and he's like, "How's it going?" I was like, "Hey, man." <laughs> fucking shit you had a fantastic match last night is that what you said i was like and he was he gave me like a little smile he's like oh thanks man i'm like dude i watched your stuff in progress you're fucking so good that match was fucking bonkers and he was he and he said to me and i want everyone to listen uh to what i'm about to say and just um this is why you need to go see live wrestling and this is why you need if you see someone that you like and enjoy, you need to go fucking tell them like immediately. Because he said to me, "I didn't think anybody would know who I was," and my heart fucking broke. That's exactly. <laughs> oh my god, my heart's breaking now. <laughs> um, and I said, "Dude, I said, trust me. After last night, and I didn't. No, I said, trust me. We fucking know who you are." And I said, "You had a fucking great match last night, and." God, God damn! I can't. I honestly can't remember what I, I'm. Probably just said you had a great match like 15 times. And I was like, I want to buy a shirt from you, and I want to take a picture with you. So, uh, bought a shirt. Very nice it's, shirt. It's my favorite shirt that I got the whole weekend. I'm wearing a Tommy N shirt right now. So that's saying a lot. <laughs> but my Pete Dunn shirt. I think I stayed like two whole days in that shirt. I slept in it and then hung out the next day just wearing the same shirt. I didn't even change it. Very, very great design. And fucking amazing beautiful eyes apparently a vegan <laughs> i love you pete dunn <laughs> I, shook, I shook his hand and i said i said thank you very much and went on my merry way and we'll talk about the end of the night when i went up to him again after when you bought and i and i i can't remember what i said to him i shook his hand again i'm like dude once again like fucking Killed great it. shit and i think i said you need to come back to california and he's like all right and i think i actually hit the mat and i'm like you 
better fucking come back to the states and he's like all right like, he was like god damn what is i this said i said to him i was like i was like please i was like they need to have you come back like please 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 like they would be fucking stupid if they didn't because he was so fucking good i think he i think he's gonna get a lot of bookings just off of this now he did so well i think he did so well as soon as this dvd hits i think he's gonna get a lot of Brilla, we need to talk about pete dunn <laughs> <laughs> so pete dunn uh you're i'm gonna call amazing. him the man of the weekend you you're great we haven't even gotten to his his no that that's the best thing we'll, that's ever happened to me in my we'll life we'll get to we'll that get match to that. trevor lee defeated dalton castle uh the ricochet johnny mundo match was pretty good ricochet ended up winning it was it was actually like i think it ranks up there with their prince puma johnny mundo matches that were on lucha underground dare uh-huh. i say it was very very good we had Cody Rhodes taking on uh, the villain, Marty Scroll, and um, Marty ended up winning. I mean, I kind of had a feeling he was going to. And he also got to kiss Brandy, apparently. The the conversation he had backstage with Cody Rhodes, <laughs> running that past him. He ran that past him? Yes, he did. Fucking Marty. And he That's was so like, funny. it was so awkward because I didn't know what he was going to say because he was like, Oh, okay, man. Let me go run it past Brandy. And he was like, the look on Brandy's face when he ran it past her, I felt so awkward. I wanted to like run out of the room. Oh my god! <laughs> but then he was like, okay, yeah, you can do it. Like, <laughs> I want to kiss your wife. You are a villain. <laughs> uh, he broke an umbrella over Cody's back, and the topper, which will come into play later flew like 10,000 feet and just he destroyed him with it. Uh, Marty ended up winning. Then we had Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. in a shocker mm-hmm. uh, with Ospreay pinning Zack Sabre Jr. That doesn't happen to Zack Sabre Jr. Especially because he's your champion. Yeah. But, so, holy shit, that's very shocking. And then we took a little break. And we had another fantastic Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. versus the Young Bucks for the PWG Tag Team 10 titles. Please get new titles. Good fucking Lord. They're te- they are just bent and... Yeah, look terrible. Anyway, another fucking fantastic match. It ended... The, the finish of this match was ra- death by rapid super kick. Just rapidly yeah. super kicking them. Yeah. Just another great, great match. Then we had Mark Andrew. Oh, I skipped a ma- I skipped a bunch of matches. No, I'm sorry, I just skipped two. We had Chris Hero versus Mark Andrews, and when uh, uh, when that happened, when I heard Hero's music, I went, "Oh fuck, they're gonna do the Progress rematch." If you haven't seen Chris Hero and Mark Andrews in Progress, you need to go fucking watch that match. It is fucking. Did you give epic. that match five stars? No. Okay. I've only given two five stars ever. But well, I just started rating this year. Okay. TJ turned around to me right when that came out, and he was like, your boy's going to die. And I went, let me have one thing, TJ. Shut up. And I'm a huge Mark Andrews fan. I'm like Mark Andrews' biggest fan there, and he knows it. Yeah. He knows it. I was screaming more than I've ever screamed for anyone ever, ever. Like, shrieking, screaming for him. And he, he, I asked him if he heard me, and he totally heard me. And I was like, good. Because some guy was like, fuck you loud. And I was like, good. And then I just kept screaming. <laughs> 
But it came out, and I was like, oh, God, he's going to fucking die. So they <sighs> they didn't go. The match wasn't as long as I had hoped it would have been, but it got the point across, and um, Mark Andrews ends up winning the match. I was, I have never I screamed. I lost my mind. Yeah, you lost. I was dying. I was screaming and jumping up and down. Everybody was staring at me, and I was just freaking the fuck out. I was wearing a Mark Andrews shirt, just like almost like I was like shrieking i can't even describe how like freaking out i was it was ridiculous but then i started crying promptly afterwards because because chris hero killed him yeah as soon as chris hero lost he beat the fucking shit out of mark andrews and he gotch pile drove him off the second rope yeah and somebody said the guy next to me his name is mike was like leave draco malfoy alone He fucking killed him. He killed. And I was he, crying. Somebody was, took a picture of it. There was a picture somewhere on the internet of me crying as a result one? of that. There's there's more than one. I'm just kidding. Fuck you. <laughs> I was crying. I was so legit worried for him. And that's the second time I've started crying for something that's happened to Mark Andrews because I thought that he like legit broke his neck. He's a bendy human. <laughs> yes. Mark Haskins. Fuck beat kyle o'reilly which was another shocker i love that i skipped over two matches that's so funny that match was very very good too the haskins o'reilly match haskins made it so much farther than any of us thought i, I was shocked that he won two matches yeah and after why that why couldn't that have been pete dunn mm, i don't know it's fine pete dunn had a very good showing yeah um after that phoenix and pentagon jr versus the young bucks the young bucks end up winning which we had already said then we had the um whatever was left of Mark Andrews taking on Trevor Lee. Um, oh, the shell that was little little Mark Andrews. Trevor Lee ends up winning. It was um it it, it told the story that needed to be told. Now that now that I now that I think about it, I remember how many reverse hurricane ranas did you see Mark Andrews do that weekend? Like fourteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then there was like there he did like so many in like a like a bunch of matches, but Matt Seidel did just as many in one match. Yeah. I'd have to go back and check. We had Marty Scroll taking on Mark Haskins, and that was the end of I think Mark Haskins took a bunch of uh I feel like he took a decent amount of umbrella shots. Oh yeah, for sure. And then we had Ricochet versus Will Ospreay in which was just you know, the rematch from New Japan. I figured as soon as Ricochet won, I was like, Osprey's gonna win his match and they'll match up in the in the mm-hmm. semifinals. Osprey mm-hmm. ends up winning, so that means the triple threat was going to be Trevor Lee, Marty Scroll, and Will Osprey. But before we get to that May I please talk about the match that I'm assuming you're gonna talk about right now? We had a ten man tag. You guys, this is the best match I've ever seen ever. <laughs> this match was <laughs> insane it was sammy callahan you have to you have to do the build-up for it though who did sammy callahan come in I'm, whose shoulders did he come in on oh tomaso champa it's right yeah okay i did i so i saw him get on his shoulders backstage <laughs> and i went what is going on and then he came out and i went what the fuck is this so sammy callahan tomaso champa pete dunn <laughs> matt riddle and brian fucking kendrick all of them wearing cat it whiskers. Actually, Brian Kendrick did not come out with cat whiskers. They they cornered him and put the whiskers on him. Pete Dunn with cat whiskers is what I have famously <laughs> said as being. I need that in my life every day for my health. It was pretty. It funny. was the cutest thing what I've ever Matt seen. What about Matt Riddle? Matt no. Matt Riddle is just doofy smiling all the time. But bit, but angry Pete Dunn with cat whiskers. Come on now. 
They took on the team of Jushin Thunder Liger. No, 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 no. <laughs> Please let me do this. Okay. <laughs> I can't. No, sorry. I'm going to keep laughing. Keep doing it. <laughs> Just to start to start listening it. Sorry. They took on the team of Jushin Thunder Liger, Tommy and Cedric Alexander, Jeff Cobb, and, and my boy Chuck Taylor. I had been wondering where he was because Chris Hero was on commentary because... For those of you who did not know, Chuck Taylor was on commentary the entire weekend, and Chris Hero was on commentary for those, and I was like, where the fuck is Chuck Taylor? And right when they all started coming out, and I turned around, and I saw him behind the thing, I saw him behind the curtain before he walked out, and I turned to my friend TJ and went, TJ, you're not ready for this, and I just stood on my chair and started screaming at the top of my lungs, and he came out, and everyone went fucking crazy. I got to see Chuck Taylor wrestle. You got to see Chuck Taylor wrestle in person, John Pingle. How do you feel? I feel uh, pretty good, I guess. I hate you so much. <laughs> you, need to, you need to be more excited. <laughs> no, it was great. I would have liked I to see an died. awful awful, but uh, I guess You beggar, saw Soul Food, though, didn't you? I did. Yeah. But beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Just hit the awful awful on everyone. Hit it on Jushin Liger, even though he's your tag team partner. Whatever. He would have. <laughs> so this match was pure insanity and there was slow motion wrestling which saw our only interaction between Jushin Thunder Liger and Matt Riddle. I wish there had been a little bit more of that, but I mean we got Riddle and Cobb in the ring at the same time which was just fucking pandemonium. Um Chuck Taylor was got What do you, No, what is it? Tommaso Ciampa was in the ring at the same time as Dustin and he said, "Brother Dustin, I knew you'd come." I knew you'd come. <laughs> It was great. And he said, if you stick your thumb in your ass and then I hit my ass again, I swear to God, I'll kill you. And then we worked five minutes on that angle alone. <laughs> it was it was a fun match. If you stick your thumb in my butt, I swear to God, I'll kill you. It was it was fun. And then we got the nice little send off. Uh, the team of Liger and Alexander Cobb and Taylor won. We got the little send off of Tommy and Cedric and Tommaso, which and was Chuck cool. And Chuck Taylor kept his Goldberg esque like winning streak alive very true did you talk to chuck taylor no i did not <gasps> john pingle i mean okay you you missed out he's fun to talk to well maybe next time for sure whenever whenever next time is that match was so funny though yeah it was it i was got a good some time. amazing pictures it was just that whole line of all of them with just their thumbs up their asses it was just the funniest <laughs> thing ever it went i don't even remember what order it was it was, it was like- jushin liger Liger, Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa. It, no, I don't even remember. I just remember I it went. Remember it went. Jeff that. Cobb, Brian Kendrick, Chuck Taylor, Pete Dunn. <laughs> Pete Dunn. He's like. Pete Dunn was like right. so British. He, he was, was like, so, "No, please don't make please me do don't this. Make me please do this. don't make me do this." <laughs> There's there. Oh my god, I can't. So the main oh. event was the villain Marty Scroll taking on Trevor Lee and Will Ospreay. Uh, elimination style. The way that Will Ospreay was eliminated from this match was fucking dirty. He was in the chicken wing, and Trevor Lee just kept kicking him in the face. And it fucking, I was like, Wait, they're going to kill that guy. And they did. He tapped out. He's gone. I thought this match was pretty good, and I thought... The I right- knew, like, when we got, like, two days in, I was like, I knew that it was going to be those two in the final. Yeah, there was a lot of buzz that it was either going to be Marty or Trevor that won, and those are the last two guys, and I think that they're pretty deserving, and they should they should be there. Marty ended up winning. Very, very cool. He cut a nice little promo at the end where... I'm not gonna, I'm going to say some things that aren't very villainous. Yeah, he said... He was put on this earth to be a wrestler, and he was just talking about he's how not, how he's not a big guy. Yeah, 
He isn't. No, he's not. And you, you yeah, you talked to him. I forgot. I did. Yeah, I um, photobombed your picture on accident. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're getting photoshopped out of it. <laughs> Is your sister going to do it for you? Yeah, someone's going to do it for but me. She's going to put a picture of fucking what's her name from Frozen in the background. No, she'll she'll do a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he ba- he also referenced Cody Rhodes. Like, Cody Rhodes quit his dream job to come here and wrestle in PWG. And it was just, it was cool. And then we had a little standoff between Marty and Zack Sabre at the end. And was Zack Sabre Jr. wearing a polo shirt? I could have sworn he was wearing a polo shirt. He probably was. Something real British. So then I um, got in the line to talk to Marty, shook his hand, said it's nice to meet him. Congratulations. I um, photobombed your picture on accident. Uh-huh. I was, waiting, I was waiting for Andy from Every Time I Die to stop talking to Pete Dunn so I could talk to Pete Dunn. Oh, yeah. He was talking he, to him for a long he time. He put him over hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore. So I paid for my shirt, the last XL in the, I think he had, thank God. And I said, can you break a 40? And he said, I don't know if I can. And he started looking through his change. And he, and he was like, I think this is enough. Like, he had given me the rest. It was just like, if anything, he was going to short me like $2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm not I'm not going to get mad at you over $2. Like, it's cool. He's like, it should be there. Spoiler alert, it was all there. Um, <laughs> so he did end up giving me enough change. But he didn't know, and he was like, uh, here, take this. And he gave me the topper to his uh, umbrella that he broke over Cody Rhodes' back. <laughs> so I was like, that's perfect, man. And then I took a picture with him. And um, yeah, that was... That's amazing. That was Bola. And it was um, it was a lot of fun. What was your favorite match the whole fucking weekend? I know this is a running along episode, but this was such a long well, we weekend. It's so fucking amazing. We still just have two questions to get to. But my favorite Dude. match of the weekend... Uh, I don't know. I If I had to go, I would say most of my favorite matches happened on night two. Yeah. Clearly, the Mark Andrews-Pete Dunn match was great. I really liked the Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., Tommy and Chris Hero match. But that Osprey, Ricochet, Seidel, Adam Cole, Young Bucks match, was it was near perfection. Mm-hmm. Just like in the fashion that they, they do. So there was at one point... Where they were going for more bang for you, not more bang for your buck, the Meltzer, I think the regular Meltzer driver, and one of them springboarded off the top rope, and Osprey turned it, it into Osprey. a diamond cutter. Yeah, and it was like the most crazy. It was just, that's in the preview too. It's just an, a they crazy ha- match. That one was real. Yeah, those are my my top two are the the uh, Manders and Pete Dunn, and then that one. I would say yeah. I also really like the Kyle O'Reilly Matt Riddle match. There's just good matches. Just all I can't around. I can't put the the ten man one up there mostly because I'm biased because I just love anything Chuck Taylor could do a real shit match and I would still love it yeah I mean let I, it out John <laughs> I don't I honestly don't know I mean it was probably one of those three matches but um yeah so there you have it yeah I spent I got all the shirts that I needed to get oh yeah I have because no I went money. in there going I need a Mark Andrews shirt got a Mark Andrews shirt I need fucking need a Tommy End shirt I should have gotten it to picture because Tommy End was constantly sitting next to Chuck Taylor how did you not you how did, did I not did get a picture with both of them with anyone no I got a picture with Pete Dunn and with Mark Andrews oh but yeah, I, right. I should have gotten a picture with with I almost name dropped well he's known as Dustin now yeah but Dustin and um Tommy, Tommy End because they were sitting next to each other I don't know why he, why you didn't 
You should have. I'm I'm pissed at myself now. I'm pissed because I straight up said I was like, oh, I was like the first favorite wrestler, my second favorite wrestler, you know. And I was like, you're fucking amazing. And Dustin's like, yeah, I sit on people too. I'm a real big pervert. But yeah, he did you see? Did you see his um, mini documentary for Evolve? No. He's retired as Chuck Taylor. He just is not called. He's like Chuck Taylor is dead, you guys. And if you love Chuck Taylor, you're the reason why he's dead. (laughs) Oh. Dustin <laughs> with a hard D. So questions questions from the Facebook. Uh, Mel asked, as someone who has never been to a PWG show, is I'm it, sorry. <laughs> is it fair to say its um, reputation as being the hardest ticket to get in town supersedes its rep as a stellar indie? And he he also or they also put um, which isn't to disparage the in-ring product at all but I seem to hear about how impossible it is for an average Joe to buy a ticket to a PWG show much more than than I would assume just other regular shows is I think what they they were what he was trying to say yeah um, okay so this was my first experience trying to get tickets for a PWG don't even go there you were so fucking lucky and um, I did it on my phone and I got all three nights. No problem. Do not listen to John. It is not like that at all. Um, it didn't for me. I had also heard this, um, that is very hard to get tickets for me personally. This time one of one, I I'm batting a thousand and it wasn't, wasn't that hard, but I know I've, I've heard from Marianne and from others that it is very Annie, hard. I didn't land tickets. Annie didn't land tickets. TJ didn't land tickets. So it is. And I yeah. mean, this is the biggest. And they're regulars. Yeah. This is like the biggest event, like PWG runs and basically a lot of the indies run. So. What I said earlier, we're like, where the, where the ticket price matches the quad, the product. For me, yes, it did. I had three general admissions. They were all $70 each and it was well fucking worth it. And Yeah. It was well. It was v- well worth it, and I guess that is kind of hard because I feel like, I feel like they do a pretty good job of announcing the matches before they, unless it's like mystery vortex when you don't know, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but I would only, I would only, because I'm a big, gigantic, stupid Chuck Taylor mark. I would only go if Chuck Taylor was booked. Oh, I, I'm. I'm locked in. I'm gonna get tickets for. You're you're addicted. You that's that's the thing is I can say that it's like when you get a tattoo and you can't stop getting tattoos. It's like that with PWG shows. You go and the experience is always hands down so fucking amazing. You're gonna want to go again. Yeah. And the only time where I would be like I would want to get tickets to like every show, but the only time where I wouldn't like really totally bum me out is if I didn't land tickets to a show and Chuck Taylor was not booked. I could talk about him forever. You guys, this is fun discussing. John's like done. John is so over my Chuck Taylor (laughs) fandom. We know. Wendell asks. Yes, Wendell, what do you ask? Hi, Wendell. How are you? <laughs> seeing that NXT Talent Scout, ooh, an official title. You, actually, Wendell, this should say, seeing as NXT General Manager William Regal <laughs> was at the Battle of Los Angeles, who was he scouting for or who... Should he scout for to recruit for? That's a lot of fours for NXT. So let's see here. Uh, we had mentioned he was talking. He's giving Marty tips backstage. Um, I think he should be. Well, see, I, I was going to say, I think he should. Everyone I was going to say, he is in Lucha Underground, which started up last night. And or TNA. I heard it was a good show. Or is in TNA. So it's kind of. 
or ROH. So it's kind of hard to be like, who is he scouting? Um, he could have just been like, I mean, I know the Young Bucks contracts are up at the end of the year, so he could just be checking in on that. I don't know. I honestly don't know how to answer that question. Do you see them wrestling in pants that are just all Vince McMahon's face? No, I haven't seen that. Unless, one. Like, could you see them doing that though? Oh yeah, they should. That would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, he, he could be looking at, and I mean, Tommy End is. He could just be checking up on the guys who are on their way. They better not fuck up Tommy End. Uh, I think it's um, nearly impossible to do that. He's so good. They ruin his gimmick. I will. I will. I will be hell? forever bitter. I mean, I know Haskins, Dunn, and uh, Marty aren't really signed anywhere, so he could be checking out them. Feel Pete like Dunn's a youngin. He's only twenty-two. Yeah, he's super young. He's a baby. Could be checking in on. I don't know. I feel like everybody, everybody here, he could have checked in on and been like, "Yeah, I sh- should see if these guys can get signed." Oh, Matt Riddle. That's pretty. You know what? Let's just let's. That's who he should have been scouting. Hands down, out of everyone here. And yes, I understand. He should have been scouting Matt Riddle. And let me. They're probably already scouting him. He should have been tell signed. Him that he had to go to Evolve to get more experience. Yeah, I don't know if that was like a work or a shoot thing. No, that's real. But he's going to be great. He's going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking Meltzer said he was already better than Kerry Von Eric. What the fuck? That is insane. That is like the greatest compliment he could give somebody is that they're already better than that somebody that was like very, very good. <laughs> he's only he's, been wrestling for two years. He's and he's so happy to be there. Like, I guess the whole the whole gimmick of like with the cat whiskers and stuff like that. He was like, oh, this is exactly why I came here. Like, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what he wanted to do was sh- weirdo shit like that. Welcome to PWG, Matt Riddle. I just Stay wanna, a while. I just want to do weird shit. <laughs> I told him he needed to come back to California, too. Please, fuck, man. It's like he was from here. It almost, yeah, it seems like he is, but I can't remember it's where like, he's from. can't remember where he's from. Santa Monica. That's where he should be from. Um, that, was, that was a lot of... Of PWG talk. Other, yeah. Who are the famous people we saw other than fucking Jerry O'Connell? Max Landis. Max Landis. Apparently, Max Landis who gave us all pizza. Yes. He showed up with the in, in the pizza car, mind you, <laughs> with the pizza delivery guy and just handed out 50 pizzas to everybody in line. This is Max Landis. Yeah. Screenwriter. Screenwriter. Also complimented my hair. Excellent. I didn't talk. I wanted to talk to him. He's real didn't. cool. I didn't. Um, he came up to me and was like, is your hair, like, which is your natural color? And I'm like, ah, Max Lennis is talking to me, you guys. <laughs> Who else was there? Uh, Mike Patton from Faith No More, the lead singer of Faith No More, was there, which as soon as I saw that picture, I started looking around to see where he was because I was like, I could meet Mike Patton? Holy shit, that would be nuts. Most of the four horse women from MMA were there, um, which was pretty cool. The guy from Tool. The guy from Tool was there. The guy from Every Time I Die was there. He's always there. Yeah, he's <laughs> They're always, both always there. That guy there. is fucking huge. Andy? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. He's the most gigantic. No, he's like, he like, rival- well, Richard is just tall. Andy is just built. He, yeah. He's, he's tall and He's like fucking- Ryback built. Yeah. But like, like we don't mean that in an like, insult towards like him. like Bill Goldberg built. There you go. That might be a little more. I don't know. I can't. He's, he's just fucking huge. He was so scary. When they were chant, when he said that they needed to get a replacement for Jack Gallagher, and everyone started chanting for Chuck Taylor, <laughs> Nick Scalibur was like, he doesn't want to lose his his Goldberg esque like, winning streak. So I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, NXT's coming here. 
after and, uh, John bitched about it quite loudly. <laughs> and uh, Triple H is like, fine, John, shut the fuck up. I've been informed that um, I have some pretty sweet tickets, so... That's pretty as cool. he as he stacks his Taco Bell Diablo <laughs> packets on top of each other. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle and I are going to NXT, so um, I'm pretty pumped about that. And I'm going to try and meet Shinsuke. So let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's meet a Shinsuke Nakamura. Other than that, I think there's some Evolve shows this weekend. Johnny Gargano, farewell. Pretty sad. But uh, old John Boy going to the Fed. So <laughs> Old John Boy. APW's running next week. My friend's promotion, Wrestling for Charity, is also running an event. Unfortunately, I can't attend either one of them. I'm very upset about the Saturday one because uh, my good friend, Scotty Ringer, has been booked. And I am very sad that I cannot attend it because like, it seems like every time he has a show, I can't go. And this time, I can't go because I, I have family things to do. So That and John's friends keep getting married. That too. So John's always going to weddings. Yeah. All my friends. And I'm over here like, love me. Keep, you're over that here. That was a joke. What the fuck? <laughs> Back to love we go. Okay. So I think that's I think that's it for us this week. If you have any thoughts on Bola, you can um, like us on Facebook and talk to us there. Or you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Tornado Tag Radio. Or you can directly contact me on Twitter at team hate or you can talk to marianne on twitter sailor moon salt subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher just search tornado tag radio rate and review us as well and also subscribe to us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash the notlg and a huge shout out to finally north they provided us with some sweet music that you've been hearing for almost a hundred episodes now. really yeah, oh, we're fuck. getting up there. Uh, you can hit them up on soundcloud.com slash finally north or just go over to finally north.com and head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We would appreciate that very much. And support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash notlg. And that is it for us this week. I'm just now realizing as I'm doing plugs, we did not preview the WWE uh, SmackDown pay-per-view that's happening on Sunday. So, oh well. Um, just look <laughs> it up or something. That's the attitude we have because we have been... I'm wrestled out, guys. Yeah, wrestled straight out, you guys. So join us possibly after Backlash. I'm not sure. We might talk after about I've it. After I've watched the Scenic City Invitational. Well, just join us again next week. But there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell.